This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 3, Episode 10, the season finale. In a world, no, a universe, something is out there that always has your back. This is The Universe Has Your Back Part 2, Super Attractor, by Gabriella Bernstein. <laughs> well done. Yay! Hey! Welcome to the season finale of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast Season 3! Oh my god, are you sad or happy? Both, always both. Well, not always both, but for this occasion, I'm both. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it, and I'm sad to see it's over, but I'm excited for Season 4! Yeah! For those of you who are new, my name is Liana from theselfhelphipster.com. Theselfhelphipster.com in the morning, W2RN! <laughs> How fun would it be to have a radio show? How fun would, would it be? be so fun. A morning radio show. That'd be so That'd cool. be so amazing. Maybe yeah. we should start the morning podcast, <laughs> the self-help hipster morning podcast. Well, it is now. Yeah. I mean, this is the second time we are super early. Very in the early. Super early in the morning. Woo-hoo. W2AM. You're very good with the jingles. <laughs> like, very nice. Well done. <laughs> How about you introduce yourself for anyone who might be new? And I am Andrew Chin from AndrewChin.co. Yay, my lovely co-host. And in the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, we talk about self-help book books, about pop culture, and about anything and everything that interests us, but mainly in the self-development yeah. area. We Andrew, uh, how the hell are you? I am amazing. That's yes. great. Yes. <laughs> are we going to sing everything today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Season finale is actually a musical, guys. So buckle up. No, we're not doing that. I, I can see. <laughs> Don't. No, no, people hate it when we sing. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'll stop. Yeah. Have you seen Frozen 2? No, I haven't. Have Are, you? No, I haven't. Okay. We're just going to go straight into the pop culture <laughs> pleasures. No, because you. you oh, you, with the you, musical thing. I got you. You said musical. Yeah. And. Did you know that Frozen 2 is the first musical sequel Disney ever made? Really? Yeah. But how does that work? Aren't the other ones pretty much musicals as well? Not the sequels. What? There's no musical sequel by Disney. This is the first one ever. But what is the... Don't ask. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I have no data, but okay. I know this for a fact. You just read some fun fact about this. I listened to this Frozen 2 podcast. That is so cute. <laughs> I didn't know that that existed. Yeah. Oh, but that's really awesome. That's yeah. cool. All right. But you haven't answered... Oh, yeah. You, you no. were amazing. You were amazing. Well, that's great. Yeah. And you? Yeah. Pretty good. Um, as, Except for your... Yeah. As my lovely listeners may be able to tell, I have a huge cold. So I sound... Not as much as my usual self. I'm a lot more nasal. However, I am super excited to uh, record this podcast because this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, I finished my manuscript for my second book. (laughs) So I'm super happy, but obviously, like, my entire body just sort of, like, goes into, like, focus mode, and it's just like, the book has to be finished. And once it's finished, my immune system just goes like, well, that was great. We're shutting down for the rest of the winter. I'll see you soon. And now I'm here. Isn't it genius how that works? 
I yes, I'm that very you can, grateful. That and you can survive. You know, if this is the worst yeah. thing that ha- that's happening to me, then you know I'm so, that's that's good. I'm signing up for this. Plus, you, you don't even sound that bad. No, it's okay, and I don't feel awful either. It's just like I'm very plugged up, um, but everything else is just like sort of fine. And I'm super happy and excited. Nice. And um, it's almost Christmas, which is also really nice. And I'm happy for you too. Yay! Mm-hmm. So it's see the nice very Christmas exciting. tree behind you. Yeah. Yes, we're getting into the spirits. Yeah, and there's champagne everywhere. Yeah. So fun fact: um, Finn and I are uh, in charge of the wine for a Christmas dinner with friends we're like 20 people um, and so today I might be like the doorbell might ring because there's also a huge delivery of like white wines and red wines and everything else that we still needed for the <laughs> for the for the for the for the dinner so it's a bit of a mess but you know Andrew knows me he this is this is my regular life basically except for now there's more champagne just like scattered all around which How is a great cool way that you can say that. Yes, it's a great way to live my life. Let's be honest. <laughs> no complaints here. So we have a very fun episode for you today. We are first diving into the sequel that has made the comeback, the 30-day challenges. Then we're moving on to the book of the month. And then we're talking about our pop culture pleasures and our obsessions. Not necessarily in that order, because those two, we always switch them up. Yeah. Andrew. Hmm. So to recap, for those of you who might not have listened to the episode before, the previous episode, in the last episode, we decided to bring back the 30-day challenges. And more interestingly, we gave each other a 30-day challenge. Yeah, that was cool. And because I know that you have the desire to start waking up a little bit earlier and have some sort of like more of a morning rhythm, my challenge for you for 30 days was to get up at 8.30. Yes. So how did it go? I think I got like an 80% That is successful. really good. Yeah. That is better than most of our track records, yes. I'd say. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's true. <laughs> no, okay. it was amazing. It, it started nice. out very well. Yeah. The first half yeah. of the 30 days. Then my life got swept, turned upside down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd like to take Did a minute. Did you move into your London LA? No. And, and um, yeah, so... It was a little bit of a more of a challenge yeah. later on, but then I quickly recaptured. That's nice. And um, I don't know if it counts if you do. Do you have to do thirty days in a row? Does your uh. streak end when you fall off the wagon? Well, as you can read uh, this spring uh, in my new book about habit change. Ooh. Um, it doesn't matter as much if you... Great bridge. I know. I am going to be the master of segues. I'm just going to like sort of like <laughs> skate it in anywhere I can see it. Um, no, but um, habit change is super hard. And I also, um, if the chapter makes it through the editing round, there's also a chapter about 30-day challenges in there. And then I explain that um, although it's a great tool, it's not necessarily a tool that's that has to be perfectly successful the entire time um, because you're so used to the way that you do things that before you know it you're back into an automatic yeah an automated yeah. pattern that was more that's more that you've done more so it's fine if you get an 80% mark that's pretty fucking good because yeah. it means that there's only 20% where you fell back into the old habits which is which is great and everything that you do in terms of habit change is practice you don't have to do it perfectly, but all the practice that you get is progress. So 
if every now and again you sort of get like swept away in like life and and things that happen that's fine if you want to get back to it then you can because then you have all that experience under your belt from when you were successful in the 30-day challenge so good job thank you great and you were gonna be nice. You were gonna do something nice for <laughs> yeah, somebody. You were gonna be nice. Because usually I'm a huge bitch, yeah. but for 30 days I had to be you were, nice. You were gonna try to be nice. I was gonna try to be nice. Try to be a little nicer. No, no my challenge, uh, you gave me the challenge to do something nice for someone every single day. And I, um, oh shit, I don't have it on me, but I wrote it down somewhere. Um, for the first two weeks, I noted down every single thing that I did, which included sending flowers to my grandma, uh, sending a card to one of my friends, um, uh, cleaning an office for one of my coworkers when she was too busy to do it herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to a scared old lady in the train <laughs> who was afraid of train travel. Um, I helped people when I saw they were struggling with like suitcases and stuff. Um, I asked people if they could find their way or if they knew how the um the the machines worked to to get like a subway ticket or a train ticket um and um i reached out a little bit more to friends that i have not not lost not lost touch with but you know how life gets in the way and then suddenly you haven't talked to each other for like two months um i did that i um gave a little bit more compliments i went a little bit more out of my way sort of to like be nice and it's, I think it's one of the most fun and most rewarding challenges that I've ever done. This is the yeah, one 30 cool. day challenge that anyone and everyone should do. Wow. I really enjoyed it. It's really nice. Um, how did, how did it make you feel at when you just started? Um, it kind of depends on the thing that's happening. Uh, it kind of depends on the nice thing that you're doing that day. Because mm-hmm. opportunities present themselves all day long to do something yeah, nice for course. someone else. And the the things that I'm very comfortable with is sending my grandma flowers or um, uh, um, going to visit my mom unexpectedly. Or th- th- those are things that are, you know, you don't really, th- that's very easy. It's the things that are more out of your comfort zone, like, you know, getting back in touch with someone that you haven't talked to in a while or... Um, uh, talking to a stranger who you think is struggling, but who might just be like frazzled and and not really in a mood for help. So it's the little things that are a little bit more out of your comfort zone are a bit scary. But the nice thing is, is that over the, uh, I feel like if I would have done this, if I was 15, I would have like been scared out of my mind all the entire time to be nice to people because then you have to talk and then you're worried about what people might think of you and stuff like that. <laughs> but now if I come at you with like well-intended, uh, uh, like well-intended, like, yo, do you need any help? If you're going to be an ass to me about it, then it's, that's not really my problem. So no. I'm just like, well, okay, good luck. And then I go all back on my way. So um, those are a little bit more challenging uh, to do, but I haven't had anyone be mean or or disrespectful or like even I didn't even get a weird look. People are usually pretty fucking happy that you're trying <laughs> to give them a hand with something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's great. Cool. And and did you like recognize the moments 
when you see someone uh, maybe who needs help and then you yeah. think, aha! Yeah, oh, this is, this this is, is the one. one of this those is moments. Where I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what I can do. Yeah, it's, um, it becomes, it, the thing is, I really enjoy helping people anyway. So yeah. it's it, it's easy for me to spot and easy for me to do. Um, so it's an e- it was an easy challenge to incorporate more of in my day to day. And the, the thing was that I most once I knew it was one of those moments if afterwards I felt good. Yeah, cool. Where I was like, oh, great. Someone else has a little bit, has it a little bit easier because of something I did. And that's nice. so cool. And it's not about me yeah. per se. It's never about you. The, no, but that's the feeling that lets you know that it has been a good moment. Yeah. Cool. And did you have the 30 day challenge uh, framework? all the time no because that that's something that we talked about in the previous podcast where it's a framework that's been designed by the um edit the writer of magic morning magic morning right miracle morning miracle morning yeah that's the one how how around oh um my beyonce beyonce's don't joining the podcast don't hello darling don't press are you going to give us a rendition of partition no, anyway, um, so there's a, he has made sort of like, um, he divided the 30 day challenge up in like three parts. The first one is the hard part, the first 10 days. And the second one is challenging, but doable. The second, uh, the, the, so the 21 to 30 days. And then the mm. last 10 days are um, amazing again. And I would argue that it's not necessarily that way. Really? Based on our experience for this time, because yeah. in the in the first uh, Beyonce is loving on Andrew right now. It's mm. I'm so jealous. Because um, <laughs> the first ten days you're motivated, so yeah. you're more like it's easy to 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 keep track of it and to be into it. And then there's the dip. I feel like the decline because then yeah. life gets in the way and uh, and when you are able to regroup in that time, um, it becomes easier again in the last ten days. Uh huh. Uh, that's my perspective, but I don't. I don't know how that is for you. That is exactly how it went. Yeah. For right. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're watching our kitty uh, just walking around. So this was really fun. But what are we going to do for our next thirty-day challenge? Um, while doing this, mm-hmm. I, um, I at first I was like me- making mental notes, like, oh, another <coughs> successful day, another mm-hmm, successful yeah. day. Mm-hmm. But th- what I didn't do is write it down or track yeah. it on some sort of calendar. Yeah, because the and tracking, I always seem to, I have this really awesome, which I also mentioned in my new book, coming in spring 2020, um, I have yes. a really awesome habit tracker on my iPad. It's called Habitify, and it's really, Ooh. really good. Sorry, sweetheart, your butt is in my way. Um, that was to Beyonce, not to Andrew. Um, <laughs> but I... But? <laughs> uh, I always seem to forget to to fill it in at the end of the day. Uh, That's the easiest thing for me to forget. Yes. The tracking. But for yeah, f- same for you. If See, you haven't done it. I think the tracking thing, that is very important. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I started to track my expenses. Yeah. Okay. So, and that is so cool mm-hmm. because now I totally see what I spend my money on. Yeah. And um, I did a, like a, a 2020 projection. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a 2019 um, damage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Assessment. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
And um, tracking my money is one of the things I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm doing now. Yeah. Okay. So that's and a good. And I think that's challenge. cool. Yeah. And I think my 30 day challenge could be something with tracking something. Or yeah. Sh- or tracking more things. Tracking is a really good habit yeah. to to have. Yeah. 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 That's nice. I like that. I always find it really hard to, to to keep my mind on on that, but it's it's might it might be a good thing to practice with. What do you think is good for you? Uh, putting it on a wall and putting axes, or to have this yeah. app, or to have a, a, a like a bullet journal or some kind of journal. Um, you, the the thing that I I all I write almost everything down in my passion planner, like mm. everything, the pomodoros that I do for my writing, my workouts, uh, stuff like that, but not expenses and not like actual actual habit tracking. Um, so I use my passion planner for writing that stuff down. I have that app that I I it is a really nice app. I just don't really it's not in my system really to, to yeah. use it. Um, and I like the idea of putting it on a wall because then it's very like visual and then it's it's also easier to remember mm-hmm. to track it down or write it down because yeah. it's right in your face in your office or in your living room yeah. or your kitchen so i actually did order two planners like one for work uh. and one for here so that i can track certain things better i got mine from amazon another planner yeah, but on top a, a of year, your year planner. So year like planner, an actual yeah. thing that you can put on the wall. No, not, no, no. Oh, that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I don't cool. have that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I want one of those. So but, um, I'm thinking what I might want to do for my 30-day challenge. I was thinking, mm-hmm. why don't you have one idea a day to promote your next book? That's really cool. That's awesome. Okay, done. I'm writing it down. Because that's a really fun one. So yours is going to be tracking habits or tracking one habit or your expenses? I'm already tracking my expenses. Maybe I could track something Something else. else. I also want to do a daily idea run every, like, first thing in the morning. That's really fun. Like... So actually, we're kind of both doing the one idea. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. All right. Cool. Sold. <laughs> That's going to be it. All right, fun. Let's move on to the book of the month. Book of the month. And the book of the month is The Universe Has Your Back too. The Universing. <laughs> no, the book's actually called Super Attractor Methods for Manage- Man- Manifesting a Life Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. And it's by Gabriella Bernstein. It's funny how that subtitle is probably like super marketing. Yes. That is like the marketing yeah. thing that ever marketing. <laughs> but uh, that, okay. Okay. Never First mind. of all, <laughs> confession. Because I was very busy writing my own book, I only read half of this book. I am very sorry. I will not bullshit through most of it. But just so you know, I've read 60% of this book. But I can tell you that is good enough. Yes, thank you. Because all the good stuff is in right? the first half. Right, it's kind half. of in the first book. Because this in is the book first half. Fa- oh, book. really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. 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 what happens after? The same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
just more of the same. Okay, well, that's great to hear. So already a stellar review here at the Self-Help Hipster Podcast for Gabriella Bernstein. Um, sorry. Okay. Um, Andrew, we have read more books by Gabriella Bernstein. Yes. Have we not? Yes, we have we read have. The Universe Has Your Back. We might have read... One. Yeah, for the podcast. But have you read other no, ones? The Universe Has Your Back one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is never called one, of no, course. Of course. Um, have you read any other ones? No, I have not. Okay, I've read all the other ones. Oh, really? Yes, I have, yeah. So I know Gabrielle Bernstein's writing quite well, and I kind of know her, her gig. Um, Gabrielle Bernstein is a spiritual author from the United States. Um, her first book was Spirit Junkie. Then her second book was Add More Ink to Your Life. And then there's two that I always switch up, which are Judgment Detox and The Universe Has Your Back. And I think this is the fifth one. Oh, that's so funny because she in, in this book, she mm-hmm. talks only talks about The Universe Has Your Back one. Yeah. That but she so has like a shit ton of books. Oh, yeah. And okay. I really enjoy her books or I really enjoyed her books, especially mm-hmm. when I was a little younger. Um, I like her writing. Uh, I like the way that she writes. I do have to say this, I loved this book in the beginning. That's why I recommended we do it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Poor thing. I'm sorry. Um, I, I did. Bless up. Bless up. Um, so I did really enjoy it, but the more it progressed, it got significantly more woo-woo. Did you get to the archangel part? Yes, I did. Well, then, yeah, you got yeah, you got See, everything. And the thing is, I know that that's not everyone's gig. And it's not even my gig, because uh, I have a very strong sort of <laughs> sense of reality and Dutch mentality in me, even <laughs> though I try to sort of like <laughs> let that go and let don't judge a book by its cover or by 50% of its content. <laughs> um, Don't judge a book by 50% of its content. <laughs> Put that on Twitter. That's that's really nice. I like that one. Um, <laughs> however, uh, I really enjoy parts of this book. And um, what I always do with... Okay, Andrew is losing it at my last comments. <laughs> Andrew's just like... <laughs> Maybe we're just a little bit delirious because it's the end of the year. <laughs> maybe I have a fe- maybe I'm just sick. Maybe it's just me. Anyway. Okay. Um, I'm back. And if this is the type of content you enjoy, so a little bit a book that's a little bit more on the spiritual side, a little bit more woo-woo, more about the universe and alignment and stuff like that, then this is a great book for you. Um, I'm not necessarily against all the ideas that she has but i don't think that i really got towards the actual manifesting of it all maybe that's a little bit more at the end of the book because mm. i mostly okay. just got to the yeah, yeah, uh, yeah how to get yourself aligned with light and love which i think anyone should try to do because it's not necessarily about what you're going to attract it's about the, the kind of person that you're going to be aka not an asshole true true she all the the actual manifesting things come at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she sets it up in the beginning. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like most of her philosophies in the sense, uh, uh, as exactly as I say, like most of the time when you're feeling like shit, you're the one that's suffering. Yeah, and it's a very uh, for some people, it's a very comfortable way of suffering because that's if that's all you know, then you're not necessarily going to be 
easily motivated or moved to change up to sorry i feel like do you hear do you hear it happening yeah, i feel yeah. i hear it happening <laughs> i'm getting more nasal as the as the show progresses you're becoming a little bit more kim kardashian yeah so i'm like i went minute. to the doctors and he didn't want to <laughs> give me another baby like did we already like um uh put the book in per- into perspective or I try to by explaining that it's very spiritual, but maybe not enough. So what is the book about? Well, the book is about Gabrielle's Gabrielle's Bernstein's ideas in terms of like a spiritual philosophy about like aligning with the right things and um, basically managing and regulating your own feelings and the way that you think. And the idea that she has is that if you do that, more good things will come your way. That's kind of basically her thing, which is a lot of like, that's basically the gist of most of these books about the law of attraction and manifesting. Get your act right and you will get right things. Mm -hmm. Eh. I don't know about that. I know that there's a lot of great things that you do when you work on this that will help you figure things out and be okay with what comes your way. And maybe... Like be easy, be more easily moved towards the right things. I don't necessarily think that the universe is going to hand deliver Channing Tatum <laughs> to your door on like a He's BMW. Not. He's not. I know. Bummer. Mm. Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So actually, it's kind of like that quote you have on your first book, uh, which where it says. The secret doesn't exist, yeah. or yeah, but secret use it work. and yeah, but, but use, use it, it anyway. anyway. Yeah, that's exactly my philosophy about yeah. that. Yeah, so but that is actually that is the secret again. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be science. It doesn't have to be researched. No. If it works for you, yeah, then it works for you. And one of the things that I actually truly believe in is what she says, what you just said, is mm-hmm. that good things come to those who feel good. Yeah. And then it's a conscious decision to start feeling good. It can be a conscious decision to start feeling good. Yeah, definitely. Or to do that first. Yeah. And to not wait f- yes. to feel good. For sure, yeah. yeah. With, like, from external circumstances yeah. that you are waiting for. Exactly. Like, just... Yeah. I feel like one of the biggest powers from the whole idea of the law of attraction. And the reason that a lot of people who really believe in the law of attraction are pretty happy is because it gives you an element of, con- it be- makes you believe in the control no! that you have. No, the cat is stepping <laughs> oh, no. on the buttons, you on the record button. On the buttons. You cannot stand on the buttons. Yeah, <laughs> Beyonce thinks that the entire world is for her, so everything Isn't is it? for her. Yeah, and usually it is, but maybe not this time with a laptop. Okay. Anywho, um, I feel like people who believe in the law of attraction and manifesting have some sort of, they believe so much in the their own control about their feelings and the way that they think that they actually have more control than the people who believe that they are powerless over it. And I think that there's a balance because there's like certain automa- automated thought that you can't really help. Um, yeah, however, course, you can help them if yeah. you start to consciously see that this is an automated thought, that yeah. your thought is not necessarily mm-hmm. a fact and that there's alternatives that you can think about. Yeah. One of the other things that I liked is that it is indeed about 
controlling your feelings yeah. and not necessarily controlling the world. The universe. No, that's true. That yeah. if you want to push things, control things, yep. have like do the, do all those things, that doesn't really work. No. And I've noticed that. Yeah, same. I'm not really that kind of person. No. I kind of sit back, relax and enjoy the show. I know when I have to do something. I mean, yeah. I always feel it. Yes. It's like, ah, you probably should. Yeah, this is, this. this is your move. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a really good thing. Um, if you're able to do that, sometimes you uh, just have to not do anything. And sometimes you really can feel this is my move. If yeah. I don't do yeah. this, it won't happen. Yeah. So if this is what I want, I'm going to have to take action. And I feel like it's a combination of being able to listen to your gut, to your gut feeling and trusting that things will work out in the end anyway. Yeah. So I'm sorry if this is not structured. Well, <laughs> I have notes, but <laughs> I'm having trouble structuring my story. Yeah, right I, can, I have the same thing because I read the, as I said, I read the first part and there are some things that I really, really liked. I have a lot of quotes. Um, Did she, she wrote this while she was pregnant, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And you can totally hear that. <laughs> yeah, in the in the tone of voice and the oh, sorry, I think this might be the wine. Oh, the wine is here. La, 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 la. Alexa, open the door. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have hands. Sorry, I didn't find it in my main door. <laughs> Alexa, check wine off my shopping list. <laughs> I've checked off wine from your shopping list. Are you and my Alexa bonding? That's so nice. We are so bonding. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about that. You can sort of tell that she's like in a diff, well, in a pregnant mode, maybe a little bit. She's she very was totally manifesting that. She talks about yes. the manifestation of um, be wanting to be a mother. Yeah. I thought that was kind of beautiful. What I liked about that part yeah. was that she because uh, she were she was talking i think there was this this part in the book where she was talking to her mom and her mom was like very like oh but like women your age uh, and that she was what i liked about that was that she's saying okay mom i understand that you're worried but you're not putting me in the right headspace mm -hmm. by saying things like that you're not helping me yeah um so i don't really want to talk about that and i want to take yeah. a different perspective and regardless of whatever happened, I feel like that's good for your own relaxation and well-being. Yeah. Yeah. One of the beautiful things that she said is that all her friends were getting pregnant. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. And right. she uh, wasn't able. And her mind switch was that she was going to start feeling great around them yeah. and just loving their babies. Yeah. And being, oh, that's right. Yeah. Being yeah. Uh, all supportive of them and just being feeling great and being in that space yeah. of having a baby yeah which led to finally her complete body relaxing and then actually yeah. like i always feel it's very tricky to say that 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 has led to it but i do feel that um, because she was able to sort of relax into the process that might have helped things a little sure yeah, because like it's a it's a tricky thing. Of like, course, it's yeah, a tricky it, it's, thing. It's but kinda... 
Who knows? But yeah, I do feel like and it's, it's a belief, and, right? This yeah. is a belief thing. And beliefs are so strong. Beliefs yeah. are you don't really notice, but beliefs unconsciously do really shape a lot of your reality because it it influences the way that you react to things and the way that you act and the way that you do things. I think it takes strength and trust and positivity to be able to do that when you want something so bad yourself yeah. and all these people around you are receiving it uh, mm-hmm. in a way that might seem like it's effortlessly to you and that you're able to set yourself or at least set the negative feelings that you feel uh, about the fact that you are not there yet. If you are able to set that aside, I think that is so beautiful. I think that in and of itself is such a feat. Yeah, because she constantly had to reframe that. Like, yeah, I'm not there yet, which means something. Yeah, yeah. It means you're not there yet. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, me too. I like that. It's like, oh, you, you're not there yet? Then you're not there yet. Yeah. You have to learn things along the way to become exactly. I also ready really liked the skill. What is that? The feelings skill. Oh, I kind of missed that. Okay. I hope I can explain it right. Gabrielle says that like in the best possible mood you could be is like, I think, joy or love or something. And then... Oh, those. Yeah. And from Uh, there on out, like... Oh, yes. You can be also Uh, at the... Totally. Bottom of the scale where you feel like angry or hatred or like super, super... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Self-pity. And she explains that it's not realistic or necessary to go from the bottom of the scale whoop, immediately no. up to the top of the scale. No. But that it's okay to sort of take like the little steps and go from self-pity to anger. From yeah, anger and to, anger is a better uh, yeah, anger, state. Yeah. Yes, like, anger is a better state because at least it's 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 there's some energy there yeah, and you might and act on like something. It's a little relief. It's a little from, relief. From so by taking those little steps, kind of like the notes on the piano to mm-hmm. go up, um, you sort of move yourself towards a better feeling. And what I mo- what I like most about that is it doesn't negate the strength and the, the uh, positive aspect of feeling negative or having bad, quote unquote, mm-hmm. emotions, but it actually accentuates their strengths and that it's totally normal for you to be there and that it's okay to go through all of them as long as you obviously hopefully try to end up at like better emotions at the end which will help you feel good and which will help you deal easier with things and like get more things into your life as gabby says cool yeah so i I like i I don't believe in feeling good all the time no same because like a feeling bad tells you something as well yeah tells you really interesting things yeah yeah (sighs) okay what else do you have to say about the book um, can we talk about Archangels? Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I was cooking and suddenly she star- started to talk about Archangels. <laughs> and then I was shocked. So in her like, book, she seriously? talks... Yeah, she talks about like all these different spirit guys that we have. Uh, so like light beings and angels and archangels and uh, like family ancestors and stuff like that. And it's like, this is busy shit in my living room. Like, are we all going to fit? What's up? <laughs> but... Do you believe it? Come on. Um, but... <laughs> I don't know. I sort of like to run with things. Yeah, me too. So um, there are different archangels. Yeah. And... My archangel is Jophiel. Oh, I haven't. Uh, is it in a book to check? 
the, the, yeah. Oh, shit. There are different, all kinds of different archangels, but they're, they're general archangels. They're, they're from the, yeah. I think, the Catholic Church. Yeah, the Bible. Archangels, the Bibles. Shout out to Jesus. Are they in the Bible, though? Yeah, right? The angels are in the Bible. Okay. I don't know the Bible that well. I went to Sunday school when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> but we didn't talk about archangels. No, we didn't talk about it that much. But I, th I think that they're in the, in the Bible. We just sang songs about Jesus. Na, 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 kumbaya. Okay. <laughs> um. But Archangel Jophiel is the angel of beauty. Well, spot on. The angel of design, you know? Spot on. You, you create stuff. He's my archangel. That's really cool. Where can I, is it really in the book? Can I find uh Yeah, she, she briefly mentions all of them, what they stand for. Oh shit, okay. Because I think that mine is either Gabriel or Michael. Hang on. Michael is like the most important one. So I think <laughs> Michael is like okay. the number one archangel. Yeah. Gabriel is the archangel of communication for Artists and writers, so that's why I think OMG, yes, Gabriel, yes, I and I think that is the future archangel of the world because wow. stories, yeah, communication, that's that right. is like the most important thing. Yeah, there's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story, and if you look at everything that's being artificially intelligentized yeah. everything everything is going to be automated except i think for actual narrative and actual stories oh. yeah so yeah you can th th this uh, this is one example i used to not be a web designer mm -hmm. because i hated coding i yeah. i'm illiterate in code <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um but I always had something to do with it. And just lately I discovered a no code tool, oh, that's which cool. writes beautiful code. Oh. And now that I can visually make, uh, make a website, yeah. I can understand code. Did you get Squarespace as a sponsor? It's, Is this going to be uh, a <laughs> How cool! That would have been so funny! <laughs> that is our way of saying, this episode is sponsored yeah. by Squarespace! <laughs> not yet, guys. We wish, but no, not but yet. Squarespace yeah. is, is a different uh, okay. beast. Yeah, Th okay. That is just a template thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. So the code writing has been automated for me. Oh, nice. So it's like a level up or a level down. I don't know. Yeah. But... The telling of the story still has to come from me. Yeah. I mean, now it's easier to make a site, but I still yeah, have to think of what to, yeah. do I want to say how, as a human yeah, exactly. to another human. Yeah. So um, I think that's why the archangel of storytelling, yeah. Gabriel, is going to be so important. He's going to be the, on the top. Did you know that when I, um, two blocks previous, I actually wrote stories about uh, Archangel Mike, that's how I call him, and <laughs> Gabriel as my personal guardian angels. No way. I did, yeah. When I was, uh, it's a fair long time ago and I was writing in English, but I had this really tiny anonymous blog. And... Not two blog posts ago, two blogs Yeah, ago. no two blog What was it ago. called? I think this was still when I was Daily Disaster Girl. 
very long that's time ago. So, that's like not like, dating you, but <laughs> <laughs> when was that? I was. I think I was like 17 or 18 when I had that blog, oh. and I I wrote like all these different things, are very much about myself and about mm-hmm. feelings and about like processing things and stuff like that. Um, and I'm very happy that it no longer exists on the internet, nor does the one after that. Thank God. Um, however, um, I wrote. Um, basically I wrote stories where I was talking to them where they were with me and they were trying to support me and they were helping me through Stop all these different things it. I did and I feel like Stop. yeah really yeah uh, I can I can I can try to look it up I have one email address where I, I archived all those okay. posts in and the one thing that I think the reason that I did that was that it helped me communicate not necessarily with like actual beings or maybe I did I don't know I don't really think so, but I think it's part of your own subconscious and your own imagination that you're accessing through writing and imagining something or someone else. This is why some people uh, imagine having conversations with um, um, coaches that they don't actually have. This is why people imagine having talks with loved ones that have passed because they can access parts of them in their subconscious that they wouldn't be able to if they really were just thinking about it. I like understand what, what that. that I understand say. because it's super hard to talk into the air. Yeah, and I, think it, it, that can, I hate talking to voicemail because oh, it's I, like I think it's so fun. <laughs> I I just like go off. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I never because I just I, imagine that the other person is going to listen to it later. So I just imagine, oh you imagine yeah, that person yeah, yeah but uh, I'm just okay. talking to someone who can't talk back at this particular moment in time, which is great because then I can just like rattle. Ah, uh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, 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 and that's why I like talking to you on this podcast because i'm actually talking to you yeah if i was just i think the co-host system like partners works the best yeah yeah if i was just here with a microphone it's different it's different yeah although i do i I would need an archangel to be there yes (laughs) well let me let me call him let me see if he's available um anywho do we recommend the book andrew um, not to everyone. No, exactly. But, that, but that's always the case. Yeah, but no, this, no, no. But some this, books, yeah, some this, books are for everyone. Yeah, exactly. But this is more so. You can't read this if you hate spiritual woo woo oh, stuff. Yeah. Then you really shouldn't open this book at all. If you if you don't believe, you will when you believe. No. <laughs> you will when you believe. Um, Ooh, nice. Um. Um. If if you don't believe in in things, <laughs> well, if you're not at least open to to interpret other people's spiritual stuff, yeah, then this isn't for you. But you can translate it to your own spiritual stuff. If you have if a you, feeling yeah, that yeah. there is something looking over you, or yeah. if you have that feeling and you're totally fine with it, yeah. then sure, you can yeah. you can you can use this book. And even if you're not sure. But you don't necessarily, the, uh, yeah, negate or reject the possibility at first glance that this is something that you can read. And even one thing that always really helps me is that um, a very like I think five years ago there was someone who wrote a dissertation on the God part in our brain. Mm. Uh, that's the thing that oh, really? that act, that activates sort of. I'm just using really like kindergarten terms here, but. Uh, it's a part of your brain that's sort of like there's her- brain activity there when you are praying and when you are uh, 
have the feeling that there's someone watching over you. Um, even if you just believe that there might be something that you can't really fathom, that you can't really grasp, that might actually just be part of your own neurological experience. And if you are able to uh, see the book for what it is and get out of the book what might help you, then, then you can still read this. Yeah. I must say it was helpful for me. Yeah, same. I really like the ideas uh-huh. about like what I said, um, moving yourself back to positivity and light yeah, and love man. and not getting stuck in like negative stuff. Yeah, and, and just um, accepting that life can be easy. Yeah, and I think that... It I can think be that easy and it, you don't have to wait for the hard part. Right? Like it's, sometimes you think, oh, this is going too well. Yeah. This is, oh shit, this, something's, this is, something's gonna happen. Something's around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Although it works in movies. Yeah. <laughs> that way. Uh, That's why I'm so so conditioned to, to feel that. I was yeah, like, I think ooh, so. Donald Duck is having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> he must not be seeing something. Exactly. There's something that's about to happen. Well, I think that's a hardwired belief in most of us that we should struggle. Otherwise, we're not really doing yeah. something. And I, I, I think that there's always an element of struggle when you're trying to move out of your comfort zone or doing yeah. something new. But it doesn't have to be an ordeal. And I think that that's also part of this book. I'm a little conflicted at the moment. Because when I was reading this, yeah, <laughs> I totally believed this. Like, oh, yeah, that would be great if there wasn't a struggle. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be great if I, I could just accept everything for just being an awesome, nice yeah. ride. Yeah. But then, if everything is a story, there's nothing happening in your story. Then there's no, no. story. No. Right. And so I, I'd, I'd get bored. I'd no, get no bored. No offense as well. to Gabby, but I need to have at least some sort of a struggle bus here and there because otherwise, <laughs> I just like. That's all. That's the same. It works. I need to be it challenged. works the same yeah. Yeah. in storytelling. Yeah, I mean, true. if there's no conflict, there's no story. Exactly. And who has a better story than Brand the Broken? Right. Yeah. Rightly said. Like I don't know friend. if it's true what I'm saying. In a way, it, like, there has like to can be you have? Huh? There has to be conflict. How how is stories connected to actual life? Is it a lot more than we think? Right. I think I mean, that um, humans need stories in order yeah. to survive. And I feel like even though our lives might not follow the traditional hero's journey, as you see in a lot of we books. We have a lot of hero's journeys all the time. Exactly. They're, they're tiny little yeah. hero story, uh, stories, basically. Um, but they might not be as like perfectly in a, in a, like wrapped up in a bow, easily to spot, but maybe they're a little bit more yeah. all over the place. Oh, yeah, uh, the one, the last, I have one last note. Then you, if you, uh, wait, do you have any notes left? What do you want to share? There's just one last note. It yeah. says, design, design your day. day. I wrote it in bold. Very nice. I like that. Yeah. I but like, w- I need design context. your day is, is that when you wake up, Yeah. you sit down and design the day. It's oh. not like write a to-do list or something, but just imagine what this day could be like. Do you want to hear from a story about that? A fun story. Let's go. I... Used to read a lot of Gala Darling. Gala Darling is one of the uh, pink, fluffy self-help writers from New York. Mm-hmm. She now lives in LA, 
And she had written a new book, which was like a subscription thing where you got a new chapter every month. And oh, I liked okay. that. So I bought it. That's fun. And so for, I think from January to October, I got like a new chapter every mm -hmm. month. And this was also about the law of attraction and abundance and stuff. So this was, uh, I think it was called Radical Radiance and it was about manifesting and the law of attraction. And as, you, as I, I told you before, I don't necessarily believe in the law of attraction exactly the way that these people do, but I see that there's worth and merit in certain ways that they think. And I like that. And I like to sort of like learn about that. So mm -hmm. that's why I still read that stuff. But what was interesting about that is that in the beginning of the, uh, the process, Gala Darling uh, actually offers the idea of a magic morning ritual where in the morning you make a voice recording and you uh, uh, first do a gratitude list. So mm -hmm. you list all the things you're grateful for. And then you talk about your desire of the day where you explain what an awesome day you've had, how great everything went, all the things that you've done, all the things that you managed to do. And then you end with the big desire. So the one thing that you want most of all and that you are talking about in a way as if it had already happened. My favorite thing about that is that I have, uh, she also said, share it with someone. Oh. So exchange voice notes with someone who's also doing this. So That's I, scary. It is scary, but I did it. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I didn't want to do it with someone that I knew because there were a few people on the list that I actually uh, know on the internet. Um, however, I wanted someone that I was unfamiliar with and I wanted someone who... Uh, spoke English so oh. I grabbed someone from the list uh, uh, a British woman who lives in Amsterdam she's a Kundalini yoga teacher and a hairdresser and we have been exchanging uh, uh, voice notes for around a year because it was actually a little bit earlier I think the the, the, the thing started in uh, October or September because I, I have invited her to my book lunch uh, although unfortunately she couldn't make it but um, I, uh, yeah, I've been in touch with her and we exchange those notes pretty much every morning. Still? And still, yeah. No way. Yeah, and it's really nice. That is so And we cool. also do the thing where we talk about what we want our day to be like. And it doesn't always work that way because I want to have like a stress-free day. And then all of a sudden there's a student in front of me who's like fucked up all the way <laughs> to Sunday. However, it is really nice to sort of like plan it out a little bit and to think about that stuff. That sounds so great. It's really fun. And does it kind of work? Yeah. Yeah? Great, yeah. In the sense, my, my life isn't necessarily... It's not like my life has changed in, in like a radical way or has transformed or that suddenly... Yeah, your life was awesome to begin with. Yeah, I had a really great life anyway, but what it does really help me do is shift the perspective from negative to positive. Because mm. every morning I talk about all the shit that I love. Yeah. That's really, I think it's really fucking healthy. That is healthy. It makes me really happy. And it's so much easier to sort of let things go and change the focus and, and see what I can do about something or what I want to do about something. So for me, it's been a very healthy uh, journey. Nice. Yeah. I yeah, I highly that. recommend it. Grab me a piece of that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. And I think that's about concludes our segment book of the month. I guess so. Pop culture pleasure. Yeah, let's go. All right, Drew. Tell me, what's your pop culture pleasure this time? 
My pop culture pleasure is the song Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I have to admit that I haven't heard that one yet. I've been obsessed with Heartless. Oh, really? Yes. They're side by side on my oh. sort of iPod. Nice. And uh, yeah, but the the Blinding Lights one is kind of, it kind of reminds me of a take on Really? Oh my God, I love that song. And I, I always, and, and I've captured myself, captured. <laughs> I caught myself dancing That's so in cool. the living room to this, and I haven't Blinding danced lights. in f- in, in <laughs> forever two years or something. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it makes me completely happy. That's so cool. Yeah. Lightning lights by the weekend. It's 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 in the same realm. <gasps> Can that. I? Will you give me your Spotify top hundred list? Um, I don't have one. You don't have Spotify? Oh, right. You have, yeah, have Apple, Apple Music. Music. Oh, I hate it. I have Tidal. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Susanna doesn't have it either. And I, Shout out to Susanna. Woo-hoo! I'm wearing Mandi- the half of yeah. life uh, button yes, right now. Yes, mandatory shout out to Susanna. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and no, but, listen to our podcast. Yes, Gave Wijf podcast. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Anywho. Side note. I, I'm always disappointed in the bags that the women have. I am excited about the, se- the, 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 the segment. Oh, the segment, yeah. I love the segment so much. I think it's everything. It's like, what bag do you have? And I'm like sitting, my ears are open. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and then some, it's always some sort of practical bag. I'm sorry. Like, woman. Yeah, you're right. Why are you so practical? I think, I think I literally said, oh yeah, I just use my backpack and I have everything in it. That's literally <laughs> something that I've said. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know which Louis Vuitton bag you have. I, I want to know which... You know which wh- bag I, I want? <laughs> I want the uh, Celine Phantom bag still. There you go. I want to have that kind of talk. Okay. Well, maybe in two years. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the podcast again and I'll tell you about my Celine Phantom bag. <laughs> A girl can dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, so Blinding Lights by the Weekend. Do you have any other pop culture pleasures? Because there's a lot of going on. There's like a lot movies going on. And podcasts oh and, and stuff. Like it's a like it's. I feel did, it's a golden age of pop culture. Did you see the the movie um, The Irishman on Netflix? Not yet. Not yet. Did you? I did. Is it good? I you enjoyed it, it okay. but a lot of people think it's boring or long, and it is long. It's yeah. like three and a half hours, but it's more than a movie. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a, a point in time where those guys finally got together, all of them, and oh, yeah. did amazing stuff. Okay. So it's it's cool. cool. I, I liked it. Okay. I liked okay. it a lot. All right. Nice. Yeah. I watched the new Rick and Morty episodes. OMG. I thought it was so fun. Oh, and I know MG. that like it's not cool anymore to like Rick and Morty. Because oh, no, but I think it's it's, it's this this it's season. Still, it's still the best show. This season is, 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 is ridiculously awesome. I, I thought it was so fun. How, did you see the episode about the pooping? Um, the, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. But I feel like I enjoy it so much and it's 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 so stupid but it's also so smart and it's such uh, a weird show. I think it's so fun. Uh, I really enjoy it. I it, this the show makes me Apparently feel, the, the, the show makes me feel so smart. <laughs> yeah. At first it made me feel stupid, but now, but now I, yeah. now I get things better. Yeah. And it's like I love how they use quantum mechanics everywhere Yeah, it's and yeah. The more I read about shit 
the more I see it there, and yeah. I, I completely love it. I really enjoy it. It's it's weird, but f- so funny. Did you know that like the, the episodes were available on Pornhub? That's where you could watch them. Really? Yeah. Right now? I don't know if they're still on there, but I read on Twitter that they were. <laughs> that yeah. is so... Yeah. I love the, the branding of Pornhub. Pornhub is so fun. I would put a Pornhub sticker on my Lamborghini. Yeah. Because the, it's so cool. They did all the, what what I I feel like they did a, a lot of other weird stuff. Like in terms of like politics, they sort of like move their way into something. What what what? Yeah, I I just know that Pornhub does like these weird stunts with like like right now with the Rick and Morty episodes that were on. But there was some other stuff on Pornhub as well. And I also really, <laughs> really enjoy that there's I haven't seen them. Because obviously I never watch porn. Um I haven't seen obviously. them. Obviously. But there's this, uh, I feel like there's this account on... Uh, Can you blow your long nose now for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, this, there's, there's these videos where it's just like, guy walks you to the door and doesn't do anything. And um, guy, uh, guy who delivers you in, pizza, yeah, doesn't doesn't come <laughs> on to you. Guy sits ah. with you in the car and just, and I just think it's so hysterical. So that's one of my like, <laughs> I think that's on Pornhub as well. Yeah. And, and I, I think that they did something with Stormy Daniels as well around like the Donald Trump thing went back and, and when the presidential elections were happening. They did like they do How these weird cool things. How cool is it? That you can so you have a porn the, side, you do all that. It's so fun. Oh yeah, I love, it. I love it. Yeah, it's, they're the coolest. I think they're so definitely too. the coolest yeah. porn platform out there. Yeah. <laughs> but how cool is it that you can actually watch? Yeah. Stormy Daniels. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. Like <laughs> in that context. Yeah, it's so for crazy. real. You can yeah. just go back to her backlog and just, just look at it. Insane. How so insane, insane is that? You know how. Porn has become... Why are we talking about porn? <laughs> <laughs> porn has become sort of also social media, right? Yeah. Do you have any idea how many porn Twitter accounts there are? I didn't know, but like... Really? Everyone in porn, porn is Twitter? on Twitter, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because it can't really be on Instagram. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, they are on Instagram as well, but then it's like um, uh, censored. Oh, uh, yeah. That's... Like Tumblr used to be porn. Yeah, no anymore. And Tumblr's gone. Like, Tumblr's like, like no whole, porn. Okay, all, we're out of here. All Bye. Of Tumblr, yeah. All of Tumblr is now yeah. down the drain. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Why yeah. did they not fight? For, I think they did, but they it's did. just like it's a big company. They were fighting. I think they were talking. They this, this was U.S. government like re- rules, right? Is it? Yeah, and those are a bunch of prudes. Isn't isn't Pornhub a U.S. company? Oh, so then then it was um, it in, then it was Yahoo. Uh, for yeah. Tumblr. Okay. And Yahoo is a really big company that made that happen, I think. I don't know if Pornhub is a US company, by the way. No, it, I don't know either. I just assume so, but that might not <laughs> even be the case. Yeah. All right. Maybe they're they're based in Samoa or something. I am obsessed. So as I already said, I'm obsessed with are we going uh, Are we going to obsessions? No. Excuse you. No. We were pop culture pleasuring. Yeah. Yeah. But you said obsessed. Oh, yeah, but I was going to mention oh, the pop culture pleasure oh, thing like, that I was obsessed with. Sorry, I used the wrong terminology. Uh, okay. Excuse me, excuse me. So, my pop culture pleasure is... My pop culture pleasure is the Spotify Top 100 playlist. Nice. So, I know that you can't really be involved when you have Apple Music, which... I'm sorry, but it's just... I think it's so fun that I can listen to everyone's Top 100 Spotify playlist. Well, my own, obviously, I like 
a lot, but I also like exchange those playlists with people on Twitter and with Vincent and with friends. Mm. And I think it's so nice to cool. listen to the music that people you love have listened to all year long. I really feel like it's also a way of bonding and relationship. Is it an automated list? Yeah, it, it, it's really it's, based on your on your listening history for a year. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's based on what you listen to the most no, or that the, you appreciate it's the, it's it the, the most? It's the songs, it's a hundred songs that you have listened to the most that year. That year? Yeah. The most? Yeah. Streamed the most? Yeah. Played the most? Yeah. Okay. Does, does it count for lists that people... Because a lot of people just put on some playlist, right? They just... Yeah, I f uh, yes. They just say, Alexa, play some music. Um, but yeah, yeah, but it actually works with the playlist as well because Vincent has a bunch of car playlists that he listens to when he's driving. Yeah. Like with Muse and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So about the first 30 songs of his Spotify lists are mostly Muse songs with a few uh, wild cards here and there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Got it. But it's really, I really enjoy listening to my own top 100, but also f to the top so what, 100s of what, all these what other people. What is your top 100? Um, well, it's a lot what of is Beyonce. your top, top, top 10? Or top uh, a lot of Beyonce. I listen to the Homecoming album mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. I listen to it so <laughs> much. And then there's also uh, Barry, the, the song that I was singing when we were, were, when we were, were testing yeah, the yeah, audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barry Hayes by Donnie. Donnie is, is a Dutch rapper who I just think is hilarious and really good. And I really enjoy his music. Um, so Barry Hayes was his top song this year. And it was in my top three. Um, and then there's, there's also a bunch of stuff still from Tavlo, who is one of my favorite artists. Lots of stuff by Black still. There's a lot of stuff like, I'm a rapper and I fuck bitches and I'm really mm. awesome. <laughs> you suck. Those types of songs I really enjoy. Uh, and a bunch of uh, songs from the liking music. And you, you actually listen to other people's yeah. top hundreds. Yeah. Like one of my friends has a lot of James Blake into it. I never listened to James Blake, but he that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and Vincent has a lot more like rock mm -hmm. stuff, which I really enjoy as well. And it just really broadens your horizon. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm. So that's my pop culture pleasure this month. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that's, we can move on to obsession. Is that the only pop culture pleasure? Um, I I uh, I had the other one as well. Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. I beg you. Uh, yeah. I beg your pardon. And I'm super stoked for Star Wars. Are you? Yeah. Gotta go see it in a new year, so I still have to go spoiler free for like a few uh, weeks, okay, but okay, okay. it's gonna be okay. My current obsession. So tell me, what are you obsessed with right now? I'm obsessed with two things. Um, oh, I can see the first one. Where? On your on your thing. You can? I can read it, I think. I'm obsessed with my essential oils diffuser. Oh, that's not the one. <laughs> I thought it was Chernobyl. Chernobyl? <laughs> I'm obsessed with Chernobyl. No, but like, okay. That, that was, yeah, last year. That would have been in the in the pop culture pleasures as well because it's a television show, right? It's oh, an okay. HBO show. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, sorry. Your essential oil <laughs> diffuser. Yeah. Do, do you like essential oils? I do. I really like pine. Oh, I should get pine. Pine is really nice. I have a Nordman tree, which <sighs> doesn't smell. Oh, it doesn't? No. Why would you get a Why would you get a real one then anyway? Just get a fake one. If it uh, doesn't smell, what's the point? I didn't get point? it myself. Oh, okay. It just appeared. 
you have this magical Christmas tree appearing. Yeah, but right. turns out, um, I turns out I knew this, but uh, Nordmans don't smell oh, like pine. I did not they, know that. They're not actual pine trees. So oh, I uh, didn't know. Pine trees smell like pine, but to counter that, yeah. I should put pine you in should. my essential oil. It's diffuser. very Christmassy. So it smells yeah. Christmassy. I also really like cinnamon and orange mm. and lemon. But I I never really knew there was something like a diffuser, and it's super nice. Yeah. I mean, it has lights and you can turn on lights. Yeah. And it it just blows this beautiful steamy air. Yeah. And and it makes the room smell really fresh yeah, really nice. and yeah. nice and cleans the air. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, that reminds me. I should get mine out more. I I don't have like an electronic one. I just have like a little. One where you put in a tea light and then you put oh, water okay. with, yeah, yeah. with with uh, drops there. I might actually. The electronic grab it. ones are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like uh, it. It's not steam, but it's no. it's like ultrasonic vibrations, and it the, the it blows out some yeah, steam right. like. Uh, nice. Yeah. And yeah. That, you should get eucalyptus right now. Oh yes, I should totally get eucalyptus. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. got I got sauna and steam bath. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. You, yeah, that's also it makes a lot my of eucalyptus. house smell like yeah. sauna, oh, so like nice. the wellness resort. Oh. It is. Okay, you're you have inspired yeah. me. I'm gonna get that later. <laughs> How about you? Uh, what, what are you obsessed, obsessed with? with? Uh, what am I obsessed with? Like obsessed. Um, well, I am obsessed with my letter board at work. My parents got me this like really cute little letter board. What that, does it say? Well, right now it says <laughs> fill your bills character. So I'm ready to go D&D. So I, what I do is uh, I have this letter board and I put it on my table where I have my talks with students and I put like a dumb quote on it. So like something that makes no sense, something that's stupid <laughs> and that's not necessarily motivational. So the one before this one was, I'm not motivated either, but I'm here Two, aren't I? Uh, and the one before that, I can't really remember. That's a good icebreaker. I, I just nobody notices. It's really purely for my no. own amusement. No, nobody, nobody. Well, at least nobody mentions it. Let's just put it like that. Um, so I, I really enjoy like making up a new one every week. It's really funny. So that's what I'm obsessed with, I guess. Nobody notices it. No, well, they don't talk about it. But that's like such. Um, I think that students are more nervous to come into a student counselor's office than I realize. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal at all. And I just hope that they're comfortable with me. And they become more comfortable, like, as we know, get to know each other more. But for a lot of people, the first time is pretty intimidating. And so then they don't really look at anything else except oh, they don't, me or They the don't have the brain space. To, they're just to so actually... worried about the things they have to tell uh, tell me and the things that they kind yeah. of want to like see if there's any opportunity or possibility for me to sort of aid them in any way. Because um, I have had two birthdays at this office mm -hmm. uh, where my colleagues just put like a bunch of shit everywhere. And twice... Um, uh, no, there's only like one or two students of like the, I think 30 I see a week who say something. Oh, it's your birthday. And I, I, I'm lazy. <laughs> so I, I leave it on for like six weeks and nobody, just, <laughs> nobody notices. Everybody's so busy with themselves, huh? It's true. It's true. Just like open your eyes, look around. Yeah. yeah. Give some more. Give some more. Give I feel some like that's more. more. Also as a student, don't just take, take, take. 
Yeah, ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. Nobody asks me how I'm doing. No, you really don't have to do that, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm there for them. I'm not there for me. I'm there for them. So I don't really have to talk about myself, which I really enjoy. I like not talking about myself. You know, I... When I sit with a client, I hate it when they ask me how I'm doing. Exactly. Like, this is not about this me is right not now. About me. Yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the same for me with my work. I'm just like with my job. I don't really like no. obviously I think it's sweet when I do it, but I, it's just not really and it it can turn inappropriate where yeah. you know, it's just it's really it's really not about me and I'm not your friend. I'm trying to help you through something or I'm trying to get you to get your shit together. True. So yeah. you don't really need to know what I do on Friday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you go to your therapist and you ask your therapist, so how, how are things? How are you? <laughs> yeah. So any fun plans this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> how does this make you feel? Yeah. Like, that you're actually yeah. Oh, look at me going on me. and on. How are you? <laughs> yeah. All right. Before I turn into a giant pile of phlegm, I'm going to sum up our podcast no i have another obsession oh i'm so sorry i'm totally forgetting you just, just no i oh. already oh, gave yeah, my you obsession did the future, you did the but i okay, have what's another the other one? one and those are my lululemon underwear <laughs> oh my god you have fully transcended do you, do you like lululemon of course i do yeah their their tights are so so good yeah. Tell me, how is your Lululemon experience? Well, um, I had, I don't have them anymore because I fucking wore them out. Um, uh, I studied in Canada for a bit when mm -hmm. I was uh, a student. So that was like, oh God, almost 12 years ago. Um, and there, uh, there was no Lululemon in the Netherlands back yeah. then. So, but there it was very popular and I did yoga there. So I got like a yoga strap for my yoga mat and I got, I think one or two tights uh -huh. and they're very comfortable and very strong. Yeah. Yeah. And I have lots of friends who wear Lululemon for running, for yoga, for working out. Cool. And, yeah, and they, yeah. And they have really good bags as well. Yeah. Bags. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They're, I think their their quality is pretty good. Yeah. It's great. And it's pretty expensive. So it's super it expensive. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. But so, I, I discovered the men's department oh. and I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was like a, a indeed, I thought it was a, a yoga girls only Yeah, thing. right? Yeah. But they have exquisite underwear. Nice. <laughs> like they're made from micro modal. And you know, modal is no? like the softest thing next to bamboo. No, it's like, but I want it on me ASAP. Yeah. Yeah, oh okay. my God. It's, it's. I'm obsessed with those pants right I bet, now. Yeah. And and they have you know this 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 new trend of men's pants like trousers? <laughs> no. Like bless you. They a lot of brands they create these travel pants like pants oh, that are great. nicely they look like khakis or yeah. they look like chinos but they're super comfortable but they're four-way stretch and they're soft and comfortable and they're yeah so we oh to new york yeah definitely yeah. check out yeah. the pants there the lululemon pants they have abc technology which stands for anti-ball crushing <laughs> oh my god okay. <laughs> no but uh, it it those they're are on my comfy. list yeah. because yeah they look great, but they are also very Super practical yeah. and come to, and they have this zipper in yeah. the back 
is hidden. Yeah. And that's where you can put your passport or something. Oh. And it's 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 amazing stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good tip. So Lululemon for men. Lululemon for men. Highly recommended. All right, guys, you heard it here first. Great. All right, so to sum up, we talked about our 30-day challenges where Andrew woke up at 8.30 with an 80% success rate. So yeah. doing pretty good. Same for me. I did pretty well with my doing something nice for someone else for 30 days. And I really enjoyed nice. it. And if you ever do a 30-day challenge, this is the one. Um, then we moved on to uh, the book of the month by Gabrielle Bernstein. Super Attractor, which is a book about spiritual practices and, and guidance and aligning yourself with all of the good stuff, all the good vibrations, basically. Mm. And then we talked about our pop culture pleasures. For me, it's Rick and Morty and Spotify Top 100 Playlist. For Andrew, it's Blinded by the Lights. And I think uh, you also talked a little bit about the, uh, uh, the Irishman. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. And finally, for our obsessions, we talked about Andrew's essential oil diffuser and Lululemon for men, and for me, about my letterbox at work. We also already have the next book. Yeah, and that's going to be The One Thing yeah. by Gary Keller. And Andrew is the one who uh, uh, suggested this. Andrew, can you give a little bit of context as to why? I think it's a very important book. Um, I see it rec being recommended to me all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's about focus and it's about how choosing to do one thing that will knock all the other things down yeah. like dominoes. Yeah. What nice. is the most important thing to do? Cool. That is what this book is about. And it's a very, very, very smart book. I'm... Uh, like in a, a quarter in and I'm all my mind is already blown and I'm a true believer nice yeah well I can't wait to start reading it all right thanks that's gonna be the first episode of season, season four yes all right we're gonna see you back in the new year I want to thank you so much for listening oh yes. and we were I remember that we did uh, we were going to do an, audi an, an audience member something when they signed did they do well <laughs> we are so good at this whole with this whole this whole thing um well we're gonna come back to you uh, uh, in the new year with the new book thank you so much for listening and if you want to please leave a review a five-star review on itunes and you can find us on our social media and we wish you happy holidays or merry christmas like uh trump would want yes but happy holidays happy to holidays everyone. bye <laughs>